I was raised in a small town in northeast Louisiana in what we refer to as the Baptist Belt. Ours was one of only two Catholic families in town. We traveled 30 miles round trip to attend mass on Sundays, every Sunday. My mother saw to that. The uniqueness of our faith in that community and our adherence to our Catholic precepts sometimes created challenges for a boy growing up and trying to assimilate into my friends' lives whose faith traditions were as much as part of their families as ours was to us. One experience which I recall at a birthday party of a close friend. I must have been seven or eight years old. It was held on a Friday, well before Vatican II. My mother called Mike's mother and asked if I could be given a tuna sandwich to eat instead of the hamburgers and hot dogs that everyone else would be enjoying. Miss Watson was happy to do it. To this day, I feel like a tuna sandwich on Friday is a great sacrifice. In today's second reading, Paul encourages the community to be imitators of himself and to use him as a model to live according to the graces of our baptism. While these verses may sound arrogant, in the context of this letter to the Philippians, it clearly is not. Earlier in chapter 3, Paul describes his life prior to his conversion as so much rubbish without any righteousness of my own based upon the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ. It is part of our human nature to look for examples of outstanding persons to imitate, which is what Paul intends. And as we mature and grow in our faith, we are called to be examples to others of a life lived according to our Catholic Christian faith. Today, our world, our country, and our culture no long, is no longer a supportive much less understanding of our Catholic faith. We find our church continually attacked, certainly from without, and sadly, many times from within. Our families and our children are being led astray with false ideologies of cancel culture, gender confusion, the breakdown of sexual mores, attacks on the right to life, primarily an unencumbered right to abortion, and even making light of the necessary words used in the sacrament of baptism. What are we to do to make, what are we to make of these attacks and how can we defend against them? In the words of the great football coach, Vince Lombardi, the best defense is a good offense. St. Paul writes to the Philippians, our citizenship is in heaven and from it we also await a savior, 
the Lord Jesus Christ. Our role as Catholics as we continue our pilgrimage on earth is to lead others to our Lord and his gospel message, which is summed up today in the Father's command. This is my chosen son. Listen to him. We do that best with a good offense of living out our Catholic faith. In words popularly attributed to St. Francis of Assisi, preach the gospel at all times, and if necessary, use words. Our role in life is given us by virtue of our baptism. It is vital, to, and it is vital to both our eternal life and that of our families and all those we encounter. It has been such throughout history of our Christian faith. In a letter written by an apologist in the early years of the second century to a recipient known as Diognetius, we find a description of the call to live as Christians in a non-Christian world. I quote, Christians dwell in their own countries, but simply as sojourners. They marry, they beget children, but they do not destroy their offspring. They have a common table, but not a common bed. They are in the flesh, but they do not live after the flesh. They pass their days on earth, but they are citizens of heaven. They love all men and are persecuted by all. They are evil spoken of and yet are justified. They are reviled and blessed. They are insulted and repay the insult with honor. They do good yet are punished as evildoers. Those who hate them are unable to assign any reason for their hatred. The writer continues, to sum up all in one word, what the soul is in the body Christians are in the world. The soul dwells in the body, yet is not of the body. Christians dwell in the world, yet are not of the world. As Paul presents himself as an example of faith in Christ, I offer the example of my family's life in that small Baptist town. The families of my friends were good, God-fearing and prayerful people but did not seem to have the depth of faith, certainly did not have the fullness of truth of the Catholic Church. Later in life, I found out just how much they watched us living out our Catholic faith. My friend's brother is a Christian recording artist and writes a blog. A few years ago, he wrote of our family and how, while he did not understand our faith traditions, he admired how well we lived them out. That is how we can lead our world back to a Catholic Christian life, one lived example at a time, even if our good offense means a tuna sandwich for lunch. <laughs>